Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Hi, Bruno J. here. I'm host of the podcast entitled Busting Addiction and Its Myths. The purpose of the entire series of episodes of my podcast is to educate those who love an addict or alcoholic what to watch for and how to deal with what you encounter. I want to help you make an informed decision of what you should and shouldn't do and to get some peace of mind for yourself by embracing compassion and understanding of your loved one. You might call this episode the second session in my drug class. The first session was dedicated to crack cocaine and the danger it represents to ordinary families who think they're safe when really they're not. This session is dedicated to fentanyl, a synthetic opiate that is up to 100 times more powerful than heroin. It has found its way onto the streets and is now blended into ordinary heroin, cocaine, and marijuana, among other drugs. I call it the tip of the spear, and here's why. Fentanyl is in a class of drugs that represent a sea change in illegal drugs. They are all synthesized in labs, mostly in China, about 90%, and they're highly concentrated. This makes them pack a more powerful punch for the money and allows them to be distributed by the U.S. Post Office. One only needs to go to the dark web and order fentanyl and many other synthetics which I'll address here, pay for it with cryptocurrency, which is the preferred way, and it will arrive at your doorstep or at another location that's safer for receiving it. Synthetic drugs, again, made in Chinese labs, will ultimately replace most of the currently naturally derived opiates and other classes of drugs such as stimulants like cocaine and psychoactives like marijuana. It's a wave that is relentless and growing exponentially. Synthetics also play a big role in the marketing of fake pharmaceuticals such as fake codeine, oxycontin, oxycodone, Valium, Xanax, and others. The makers create pills with the same shape, color, and imprint as the original thing and sell them for a huge discount disguised as the real thing. At the very least, fentanyl, the best-known synthetic, has become ubiquitous because of its appeal as a booster blended into other drugs. On its own, it is known as China White, China Girl, Cash, and Poison, among other names. The references to China reveal knowledge of its origin, obviously. So let's take a look at its role in cocaine use and overdosing. Because they are both white powders, cocaine and fentanyl can be easily mixed. The presence of fentanyl is generally not recognized by coke snorters, and it therefore represents a major unknown danger to cocaine users. It turns out that 40% of the cocaine-related overdose deaths in 2019 involved cocaine blended with fentanyl. 
The reason dealers like fentanyl is that it only takes a small amount to boost the effect of cocaine, and addicts then will go back to that dealer, whose wholesaler might even label the brand to make it stand out from other dealers' products. It'll boost the effects of cocaine, the effects of heroin, and the effects of marijuana. So here you have free enterprise and marketing on the streets, as it were. There is a perverse effect that news of an overdose has on addicts. When an addict ODs and even dies from a known drug or from a drug from a particular dealer, the addicts say, wow, that must be some powerful stuff. I want some of that. I've read and heard about this phenomenon from cops on the street who know their stuff. Can you imagine being that deep into your addiction, that much ruled by the craving for more of that high, and by the promise of even a better one that you're willing to risk your very life for that drug? The fact is that every time an addict smokes or snorts or injects a drug, he or she has no real idea what it is that they're actually taking into their bodies. And please do not think that your Johnny boy is immune every time he buys from his dealer, even the weed he's buying could be laced with fentanyl. Let's discuss how concentrated fentanyl really is. The ibuprofen or sodium naproxen leave tablet you hold in the palm of your hand is about 200 milligrams, although some of the bulk is actually filler. So you can imagine the size of that size of that little pill. Now, a lethal dose of fentanyl is only 2 milligrams, or just 1% of the amount of that tablet in your hand. Lethal dose. It is so easy for a dealer who prepares his batch to make a mistake that can kill an addict. Since it is a form of opioid, its effects can luckily be counteracted with a dose of Naxalone, also known as Narcan, which is used to revive addicts who have overdosed on heroin on the street. But only if the addict is reached in time and if the OD is clearly identified as an overdose of heroin and or fentanyl. You can buy fentanyls pure on the street. It's amazing now. I ran into fentanyl just as I was being prepped for surgery a few years ago. Ever curious, I asked the nurse what the drugs were using that they were injecting to have me go under. She just said, look at that label on your wrist where they have the medications listed by law. Sure enough, there's a tiny amount of fentanyl in a cocktail, like 10 micrograms, along with two other drugs that the anesthesiologist ordered. So as soon as I was back on my feet, I needed to satisfy my curiosity about the legitimate uses of the drug and how it made its way onto the street. Fentanyl was first developed in 1959 as an intravenous anesthetic. It was then developed as fentanyl patches placed on the skin to help cancer patients in extreme pain. Patches are still in use legitimately today. They go under the name of duragesic, fentalis, and ionsis, among others. After its remarkable power to kill pain was discovered, the illicit use of patches came into play. The gel contents are removed and either ingested or injected to create a high better than anything the users have ever experienced. There is fear to this day of children accidentally putting new or used patches into their mouths. There's even a fentanyl patch safety campaign advising parents on the safe use of their patches. Fentanyl belongs to the class of drugs known as NPS or new psychoactive substances, also known as designer drugs. The Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA, was greatly encouraged by the signing of the Federal Analog Act by President Ronald Reagan in 1986. This act was designed to prohibit the making and distribution of drugs that were, quote, substantially similar, close quote, to a Schedule I narcotic like heroin or cocaine and the like. 
Up to that point, the drug designers in China would simply tweak a prohibited drug to get around the law prohibiting a specific substance. Now they supposedly couldn't get away with it, but the reality is that our reach into China is very limited, and China generally wants to protect its so-called pharmaceutical industry, which is huge. The fact is that synthetic drugs are constantly being tweaked to make them more potent, more concentrated, and less detectable, therefore more transportable. Beyond fentanyl itself, by far the most widely available synthetic drug, the list of synthetics is long. Most are readily and cheaply available when users seek them out. So the list includes the following. There's four classes. One, synthetic marijuana known as, it's known as K2, spice, and potpourri, and other names. It's sprayed onto dried leaves of plants, maybe oregano, is made to look good, like good old weed or pot. The active ingredients are synthetic cannabinoids, which mimic the effects of marijuana. It was sold legally in many states before marijuana itself was made legal in most states now in the U.S. Number two, synthetic stimulants that mimic the effects of cocaine and deliver a high that is also distinctive in its own right. They include substances known as ecstasy, MDMA, molly, and bath salts, among others. Number three, then there's synthetic LSD. Known as NBOM or SMILES, it creates a surreal experience sought by hallucinogen users. Whereas LSD is also a synthetic known as dilysergic acid, hence the name acid, has been around a long time, the newer synthetics offer yet another way to experience distorted reality, as I put it. Number four, synthetic PCP. PCP is considered to be among the most dangerous drugs in the world of illicit substances, beyond crack cocaine and fentanyl. The synthetic variant mimics the mind-bending effects of PCP and reportedly amplifies the effects of the original version. Its effects include delusions, rage, paranoia, and psychotic breaks with reality, even worse than with meth. The bottom line is that the underground world is awash in synthetic substances that are continually being developed and tried and used by addicts or even occasional users looking for the next great high. So this demand will never recede. We'll also see ever more addicts presenting multiple addictions on top of this. Moreover, for example, a higher percentage of alcoholics are also using other substances beyond alcohol as well. And that trend is rising. So don't be surprised if your loved one, if Johnny, goes beyond just alcohol or another drug to which he is addicted. It is rare that I go to an AA meeting and don't hear, Hi, I'm John and I'm an alcoholic and an addict. You know, that's the case with me. That's how I introduce myself. So even if alcohol is a drug of choice, there are many options, more than ever, that are cheap and easily acquired to enhance the buzz. If all this scares you, it should. Perhaps it will motivate some who care for their addicted loan to intervene sooner rather than later. Perhaps my message will have you want to learn more about illicit drugs and how to get help for your loved one and for yourself. Just go to NIDA.com, which is the go-to source for drug abuse. The Mayo Clinic is also helpful. They're to be found at mayoclinic.com. And then there is AA.org and NA.org for those seeking help. What we have learned about fentanyl in our discussion today is that, one, fentanyl has found its way into virtually every class of drug, especially into opiates like heroin. It is cheap, highly concentrated, and easily distributed due to its potency versus its weight. It boosts the effects of many drugs, including marijuana and cocaine. 
Three, it is the tip of the spear of a new class of synthetic drugs, primarily from China, known as new psychoactive substances, or NPS, which experts believe will ultimately replace traditional drugs like marijuana and cocaine. And they're on their way. Four, fentanyl is just one of many synthetics that threaten the health of the community due to its ubiquity, variety, and low cost. Variety of uses. Five, it is our hope that awareness of the threat of fentanyl and its synthetic cousins will spur action sooner rather than later by those who care for an addicted loved one, for help is available. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.